0: what the fuck going on you are now tuned into episode 113 of not politically correct it is your boy Rim mccoy aka mr what it do aka young splash god aka no cap charlie aka smooth job johnny aka doped up danny aka fbi mike aka hip-hop harry aka hallway jones because your bitch had a ringtone like 97 and while i was eight i'm sure she was plotting for me to be it so you can find me on
1: snap Uh, the pedophiles, hey, and shit. no. Because <laughs>
0: I,
2: listen, assholes. Mm-hmm. In, in wow. 90s, when I was eight, she was looking. Oh, and wait. so if Her I was, was, she was if she was, if she was son's boyfriends. First, <laughs> of <laughs> all, <laughs> first of all, First of all, first of all, first of all, ouch! <laughs> yikes!
0: Sorry. First of all, weirdos. My family matters. But <laughs> I was eight. Age. <laughs> I was eight in ninety-seven. So she might be the pedophile. Uh, so that's, that's what that. we we're saying.
1: Oh, well, I mean, hey, that's what we I mean, we were saying. I mean, what we were saying.
0: <laughs> that's, That's. I mean, that's on her. So, You're hey. Like, no, no, guys, it's not
2: illegal because she's the oh, pedophile. No. Oh, no, guys, she's
1: <laughs> the pedophile.
2: Oh, like, oh the that pedophile. makes sense.
1: That's <laughs> cool. Oh, huh? <laughs> okay totally makes more sense yeah Because single standards
0: this is gonna be one of those episodes huh you can find me oh. on sound not soundcloud you can find me at, on snapchat at You can find Court. me at the daycare right exactly <laughs> Yikes. you can find her at the daycare um you can find me no she, she'll be at the uh, senior center <laughs> Jesus christ you can find me on and a motorbike s- Snapchat at Real McCoy Rebel, and then always on Twitter, Real K P Z. Cody. Hi,
1: I'm Cody Russ. <laughs> City record on everything, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> don't find me. <laughs> don't find me. Uh, Russ the Barman, aka Teddy Russ, aka Smooth Fingers, aka Kid Universal, aka the Progenitor, aka School Worst Q, aka Russ the Bus. <laughs> Quiet on set, um, and you can find me. The chat is the snaps.
2: opposite of quiet. Your single standard bit.
1: <laughs> as, as, that is not uh, Jesus Christ. Wait, as, that is not uh, that is. And on IG at Cupidity C A N D I D underscore C U P I D I T Y.
2: You can find me in Jerusalem,
1: Bethlehem,
2: ham and potatoes. <laughs> so sports. <laughs> so listen,
0: we are also on So
1: spigots of spigots of spigots of spigots. <laughs> right. Spigots, spigots, spigots of ham. <laughs>
0: we are also on Facebook. We have a uh, Facebook group, Not Politically Correct Podcast. You can join the group and be a part of all of our shenanigans. We have a page you should like at NPC Podcast. You know, that's for like numbers and internet shit, which you know, whatever. We have a Twitter page at NotPCPodcast. You can go ahead and follow us on there and, you know, see some more shenanigans. And you can look us up on SoundCloud, Podcast App, Spotify, Spreaker, sp- yeah, Spreaker <laughs> Google Play, anything but title. You can type in Not politically Correct Podcast, and we will come up. And you can leave us a comment. You can listen to us. You can tell us how great or how bad we are. We won't care. I promise you we won't. But that comment is supposed to be like good for like numbers and metrics and shit like that. So, you know, whatever. Cool. Boom. And now it's time for ricky shaba Mr. Rick Rick shaba Sports. It's getting better.
1: We're worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So
2: there has there... A lot going down with NBA trades and such. This and that. This and that. John Wall agrees to a two-year deal with the Clippers. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh here
1: shit!
2: Now. That's what's up. Oh shit! Yeah, I—he's one of those guys that like—I don't know—I kind of haven't heard his name in a while. But when he started in the league, those first like few years or so, he was popping, dude. He was like Derrick Rose level. I feel like you know. Yep, yep. That's exactly what I compare him to. That's exactly what I compare him to. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Gobert, man, the whole the, Minnesota gave away their whole team to get him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Horrible. Mm. So, yeah, they the Timberwolves are getting Rudy Gobert, and the Jazz received Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Walker Kessler, Le, Leandro Bolomaro, but Bol, yeah, Bolero that's in Tosa, uh, and a four four first round picks. Mm. Man, hmm. So it's going to be the Minnesota Gold Bears versus whoever, you know, <laughs> the, the away
1: team. Versus a whole number another team. This
2: year. Right. right. <laughs> the Minnesota gold Bears. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I mean, T.S. Yes, I mean, JaVale McGee uh, mm. is now a Maverick. Hmm. Enough. Never mind. Playing for Dallas, not Houston. So maybe he just hopped the state or, or city or something, you know. Well, wait, wait, wait
0: wait, wait. wait, where's M- uh, McGee going?
1: Dallas Mavericks.
0: Oh, oh, shit. Okay, okay. That might, that yeah,
1: might. Okay. Oh, opposite, opposite of St. Louis.
0: <laughs> you can find me in Dallas. But listen, <laughs> he um. <he's> been... Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas. Dallas. You know I was gonna say that. No bullshit. No, but listen, no. Um, they lost. They get. They lost one of their like top players to the Knicks, which is really weird, because it was one of those things where the Knicks gave away a lot to get, oh boy. Same thing with whoever took the guy from the Spurs, too. There was a guy from the Spurs that went to um,
2: well, I'll let you, actually Cody, I'll let you finish. Sorry. Yes, Dallas. Pause. <laughs> Gary Payton II has signed with the Portland Trailblazers. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Happy and pretty. Dame <laughs> is staying there, so uh, That's crazy. That's actually what? the craziest thing ever. That damn staying. Yeah, he's been there like 10 years. Is you trying well, to. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not that crazy when he said a few years ago, like, I came here to win. You know, it's not, I'm not fucking around. Like, yeah. He, he, he didn't seem like he he was trying to get out. So it's not that crazy. You know
0: what's crazy? He actually said after last year when we won the Bucks, he was like, they just gave me so much more hope because a small market team can actually win a championship. So he definitely not leaving mm-hmm. now. They just need to build That's around it. him. So.
2: But here's what is crazy. <clears throat> we talked about Zion and Ja. Zion has played a total of a hundred or sorry, a total of eighty-five games. And he signed a five year two hundred and thirty-one million dollar contract. Uh Ja has played 187 games, so 102 more games. And he signed a five year 193 million dollar contract. I don't know why they're giving Zion money. Yeah, man. Zion, and Ja deserves a lot more. <laughs> ja deserves at least
0: a, at least a quarter, at least a quarter bill. I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. I'm not gonna waste my time in front to you. Ja deserves at least a hundred, a hundred, or <clears throat> excuse me, two hundred and fifty million. So a quarter bill like that. That man so goddamn. T- he took the Memphis Grizzlies like out of here, bro. Like what? Like and Zion mm-hmm. hasn't proven anything since college. So, and that's been like three yeah. years ago. No, he proved that he can
2: put on weight once yeah. he signed the contract.
0: So I mean if they're gonna sign they're gonna sign Zion for that, he gotta definitely he gotta turn up. He gotta like lose the weight. He gotta Zion has a lot to prove to me, but I ain't gonna you know what I'm
2: saying? I'm not in the NBA, so I can't really say what's going on, but I feel like he, he's, he's can to see in like a Kevin Durant where it's like, Oh, you're a good player. You're just not a good team player, just the kind of thing, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yep, 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 yep. He can just put on a show in practice or something, but where? Right. Uh, ex-Bucks player, Malcolm Brogdon, he went to the Pacers a few years ago, uh, he is being traded to the Boston Celtics, and he said, this Boston team is experienced and hungry to win a championship, I'm excited to be a part of the Boston family and compete for that championship.
0: Hmm, okay, whatever.
2: Bittersweet. Fuck you. Sorry. I would have liked for him to stay in Milwaukee, but... I mean
0: Yeah, me too, can't but he not
2: say changes and stuff and we won without him, so we, what did we Dave def- Chappelle say? Yeah, we definitely won without that motherfucker, but like I feel like he was a good player, but that like, he just didn't I ain't
0: saying he's bad or good. I just feel like I'm he not
1: was... saying he's good either.
0: Right. <laughs> he was rookie of the year and he didn't wait, Michael Brogdon he... was rookie of the year? Dipped it all. Wait, yep. what year was that? What the fuck? Michael Brogdon was rookie the of the year.
2: The year he kid? got drafted. And sports guy, what year was that sports man? <laughs> um, I think twenty eighteen. Let me look.
0: We gonna wait, and he gonna cut this out because I want twenty
2: sixteen.
0: This is Bronco. Okay, okay. Was what team was he on? Was he with us? He was with us, right? Yes, he was with us in one rookie of the year. And we traded him. Yes, it wasn't. He yeah. went into he went into free agency. I thought, and he left. It wasn't we traded him. He left, right? He wanted to be. He wanted more money. He was
2: money. not with the us
0: anymore. No, I'm saying like when, when so, we when we <laughs> gave him to when the when he went to the Pacers, it was a free agency thing, right? Because it, it wasn't that we didn't want him. He just could choose at that point, right?
2: I believe correct. I don't know, man. Who cares? That's in the past. Okay, I, you, I, gotcha, I you like gotcha. gotcha. Michael, the, Michael the Bridges is going to the Celtics, he was just man. So good.
0: The Celtics are going to try to beat the Bucs again, and they're going to fucking lose this time, because we're going to have... Uh, oh, God, I no, don't We're going to have... We're going to have... Going to have uh, Chris Middleton. 10. We're
2: going to have Chris Middleton. He's going to make Y'all sure want to hear something funny? Yeah, we do. NBA 2K, uh, 23. Russell Westbrook is now a 72 overall. <laughs> <Final>. Yiker... <laughs> The brick one, not the barred one. Uh, I feel like it should be at least an think, 80, but that's me, just me. I'm, I'm All right, last thing I'm gonna feed Olivia. Uh, huh? I mean, uh, <laughs> the the Panthers are acquiring Baker Mayfield in exchange for a 2024 fifth round draft. Pick. Uh, I think that's crazy, and I feel bad for uh. Them, I feel like they're black bowling, uh Cam Newton. Not just, like, the Panthers, but, like, the league, you know?
0: Really? Mm. Why do you say that? So we'll see how that yeah, plays out. Elaborate on that. Why do you say that?
2: Black... Well, well, he went to the Patriots to not really be a key role player for them to put him in like that or spotlight, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got, I don't even see the potential. He's got the talent, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But,
0: you feel like no, no, no team wants him?
2: uh I mean seems that way so something something transition because I gotta make formula huh. muted <laughs> so speaking of cam Newton
0: who is from the south who has nothing to do with Lupe fiasco
1: <laughs>
0: so excellent transition right wonderful right So, Chicago has birthed many MCs, from Chance the Rapper to the great Kanye West. But for all of the dope and or poetic rhymers that have emerged from the Windy City, one could stand on the hill that none are more lyrical than the King Wazalu Jacko himself, aka Lupe Fiasco. Lupe, who actually got the second part of his name from the Firm album, Cut, firm fiasco, for those of you that didn't know, has been a mainstay since being featured on Ye's Touch the Sky in late, on Late Registration. But the meticulous bar crafter has returned 16 years after his first album with his 8th studio album, Drill Music in Zion. This album, which was set to be crafted in a day but took three, is another comprehensive work, but how good is it exactly? So, this is going to be a Lupe review, and it's kind of intense. It's got, I, got, I got some paragraphs here. But first, before I get, even get into my shit, I want to get into, pause, y'all shit. Russell, what do you think about this goddamn album?
1: I think you should go with me last, so.
0: You think I should review the album and then just, and, and go straight to you? Or you think I should go? To- yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm liking the vibe. I'm liking the vibe. I'm, I'm loving that. We going to do that today. Um... Cody's making formula, so we'll just, you know, me and Russell, will talk for two minutes. How, how you doing, Russell? I'm back. Oh, you're back? Okay, cool. Oh, we're good. Boom. Oh, he's a pro at the formula.
1: Pro <laughs> formula. Zoom, zoom. Pro
0: formula. Yeah, Y Mach equals five. XB squared. Shout out TS and Asians.
2: Um,
1: So, Cody. Circumference of the bottle.
2: All right, exactly. <laughs> Cody, what did you think about this he's album? This does tie, co-tie, tangent. That's tie with T-H-I. T-H-A-I, Thai. tie. Oh, that was a good one, if I didn't mess it up. So, yeah, I didn't care for that album, honestly. There's a few tracks that were okay. I said to you guys yesterday, I also wasn't in the mood for that kind of music, you know? wow. I didn't know what to expect, but, uh, he can't sing. There was actually one song towards the end that he could sing kind of okay, but, yeah, let's just not do that. And I want to hear the whole, like, well, he's not supposed to, Like, then why is he, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. I feel
1: that, for sure. I feel it. I feel okay. the most can. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Do you have any favorite songs, any favorite moments, any worst moments, any worst songs?
2: I listened to it once. I tried to refresh myself. I I think Precious Things I liked. There was another one towards the middle that I liked. I forget which one. Kioscos, in the uh, uh, Miss Mural? I don't know. Yeah, those are both in the middle. Good job. Um, <laughs> whoever chick singing in Seattle, track nine. I think that I think that was a song that uh, she was a good singer, unlike Lupe. Um,
0: She's actually low key. Uh, She's actually a like
2: sunshine too. and kick push. <laughs> uh, go on. Sixteen year uh, classic. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I don't know what to give this a three. Maybe. Damn. Okay. Oh, three. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Cody. Cody said a three. This might be Cody's lowest album. Is this bigger? What did it's, you, what did you give? Uh, Play with Carly. That's like my. I'm gonna take out. I movie.
2: don't remember actively listening to that person every <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't condone um, nudie Makes no. Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Is this is not? I want to give a uh, description. It's not like I gave it a three because like oh I. Th- these are the reasons why I don't like this album. It's just I don't. See any positives or key points that made okay. me like this album? You know. Okay,
0: and that's and that's a fair statement, and I appreciate that fair statement. Okay, all right. Well, we're gonna come back to Russell. I, Russell's gonna finish off the m- music segment today. So, my thoughts. Um, okay, so one of the good things I love about this album is the minimalist production. Since the beginning of his career, Lewis had a long time and day one producer in soundtrack. And while Soundcheck was not there for every moment in Lupe's career, in this quick album exercise, he was recruited once more, and they co-produced every record together. What happened is we get an, an amazing, amazingly crafted uh, sound that fits and melds well with the 1st and 15th General's voice and vocals. In fact, the beats turn out to be very stripped down on what one can only assume is on purpose, uh, this works amazingly on records like Kiosk, where the message is key to the purpose. Um, that light layer of keys and bass, which starts with no percussion and then ends up afloat by a simple drum pattern, keeps the focus on the story and lose uh, plain delivery. This happens again on Seattle, where it's like light percussion, guitar, and bass, and then like a warbly synth. It lets the lets his like faster staccato like flow be the the life of the record and i love the way that um this stripped down sound even if the songs uh pick up at the end for effect makes the rap shine through and that's kind of like key on this uh production that i really really love they kept it like super low key and you know stripped a lot of stuff stuff away and then we get to hear lupe rap which is you know kind of what he does best so that's my first main thing that i like about this album The second thing is Sonics, the mixes. Years ago, Lupe was quoted as saying that, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but that record labels don't care about albums anymore. They care about singles that will sell the product. And even then, they don't care about the mixing of those singles. One thing that took me by surprise is how well mixed this sounded to me. even, And they did it in his living room in over three days. And I only noticed it a little in the car or, you know, in my living room, sp- on like on my living room sp- speakers. But it was once I put my headphones in and listened to Auto Bottle when I realized that the amazing amount of reverb placed on the chorus ad-libbed or how perfectly like Lupe's verse sit on top of the beat. Then at the end of the song, the singer, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong, so I, pre- uh, so I apologize. Uh, Nayara, Nayara, excuse me. Um, her vocals are mixed masterfully with the perfect echoes and like raps for that record. Also, randomly, Lupe said, um, a few days ago that that's his favorite rapper as well, and she can rap really good. She's from Chicago. I don't know if she signed to Lupe just yet, but she's all over this album. So, not to mention, when she sings on the chorus for the following track, Precious Things. The way the vocals are layered with a lower-pitched track and then a distinct, distant ad-lib to add to, like, an, it's an inviting yet eerie effect for this song. This type of mix is not only good for Sonics, but also um, very intentional, and it reflects on this project. So, I really like the way that, like they, they pulled her in, her vocals in, Lupe's vocals in. Nothing sounded overbearing to anything else. And so I think the, the second thing I really liked about this album, again, was Sonics and Mixing. Now, the third and most important important thing to me about this goddamn album, lyrical content. One thing about Lupe, is his, in his charm, is centered in the fact that he is regarded as a next-level lyrical sorcerer, okay? The best things about this record are his bars. They are heavy on metaphors. They are heavy on similes. But the bars link together with such finesse in a way that only Lupe can do. My favorite record on here is the title track, which is Drew Music and Zion. He gracefully describes how we are losing ourselves in a cycle of a world around us in bars like... <clears throat> and so this is... Just so you guys know, this section is going to be a bar quoting Like, back in the day, it's going to be a bar quoting the thing, so just be prepared for that. Opera Onyx, popular in populars for convicts. Stay behind the Doppler. Turn Robotniks into Sonics. Position Jostlers, Monitor Hegemonics. Robots make the robots make the robots that are soldering the electronics. Nostradamus couldn't bother to find <clears> the <throat> Nostradamus couldn't bother to keep a promise. Logics on the rocket will profit the def, defeats a conscience. Somebody's daughter is contemplating the convent, but a man with a dollar is slobbering over her haunches. So listen, man, this verse, there are so many more bars in this verse, but one thing about this is like how gracefully like Lupe can lace these bars together. One of my favorite verses in rap of all time, and I don't even remember it bar for bar, but I just like the way it flowed, was um, Kendrick's... And his color bends
2: a push miracle whip.
0: One, that's also one of my favorite bars, for sure. But one of my favorite verses is by Kendrick, the control oh. verse. The whole, like, eight last eight... The whole, like, last eight bars was him describing how beefing with him is like suicide, in which you were on a plane <laughs> and you wouldn't survive because... More, p- one more noun or verb from you. It's like, he was like... He was like, you know, the, the I'm, you know, a suicidal pilot and I'm bumping Tupac and the fucking stewardess had said that you your parachute is a latex condom latex kind to a dri- up to a drip <laughs> now listen listen the what the what i love about that verse is that kendrick runs through an entire a bars connecting them i'm doing this and this is happening and also this is happening and also this is happening and she said this and you won't survive because of this that and third it's like those eight bars are linked and not many rappers do that kendrick does it well royce the five nine does it well eminem does it well you have to be a fucking mastermind to rap bars that connect bar for bar for bar for bar for bar that continue to that 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 overlap and continue to tell a
2: story. Lupe there does. guys that I really love that are all also sharing common being uh, storytellers. Yep, yep. Lupe
0: Fiasco does this well, and that's what that was. And it's like you can go back and break down every part of that bar from the so him being a video game nerd and and, uh, referencing sonic and dr robotnik um and then talks about like how you if you played that game how you know you can get sucked up by like that dr robotnik there's so many different things that can happen to you in that game that that kind of reflect back to the robot idea and then he's talking about the world where he says robots make the robots so we we play these things we watch the tv we do all these things robots make the robots that end up soldering electronics that make the more robots nostradamus couldn't bother keeping the promise so nostradamus and 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 when you're talking about like the story like just in the idea of the future being you know somebody coming to save us all that shit in, in in terms of like religion all that shit nostradamus couldn't bother keeping the promise Logic's on a rocket, so we are like, our logic is out of there, but profit defeats a conscience. Basically, he's just saying, like, we have no, like, our logic is, you know, on the outskirts and why we are, you know, turning the money to actually not care about what the fuck is going on. And then goes into that last bar, somebody's daughter is contemplating the convent, talking about how a a woman or a daughter, which I kind of don't even agree with this, but it just has nothing to do with my agreement, just the way he laced the bar. Somebody's daughter is contemplating the comment. Basically talking about how she's a good girl until a man or somebody with a dollar or somebody on the outside comes in and makes her basically, you know, kind of fold into what's happening in the world. I say all of this to say this. Lupe's lyrical ability on this album, and we're going to go over some other joints, but his his, his lyrical ability on this album is intense. It's crazy. It's like, no matter what you think about the song, his bars shine period so and he does it again on the song kiosk kiosk where he talks or speaks about our obsession with diamonds and jewelry that last verse after the drums actually kick in he goes diamonds only worth with you what you're willing to pay a deceptive game you are killing to play now i have diamonds it's a I feeling this way when they start to sparkle, that star-glistening glaze, it sways, takes your mind off of today's. where the preachers can praise a's as God's killing the gays. What a fucking phrase, never ceases to amaze. But when he dies from cancer, it's God's mysterious ways. Jesus saves African soul slaves. Gabriel in Afghanistan passing out AKs. It's a rage Di- that diamonds sometimes are while putting while pulling them to blades. I have hesit. Here he goes into a personal reflection of the same shit he's talking about. So he's not removing himself. I have hesitations. There, I put it all on the table. I have my reservations. Besides, we'll find something else useless to put our faith in. You won't finish here. You'll pick up after meditation. The, like it's it's the the shit is simplistic but so heavy in the, in what he's saying because every line is talking about how bad diamonds are, how bad like falling in the trap of what it is is. And how it's contradictory to being a good person from the people that, that wear them, like even the preacher and and things like that. Him talking about um, even ending the verse with his connection to it is so humanizing to the verse. Like him t- saying that I have hesitations, I've been there. Like he's like, you know, it's 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 so ill. It's so ill with how what he does on this album when it connects to taking lyrics and moving them across every fucking. Um, verse i love it i didn't quote and i didn't even quote i got another verse i want to talk about but i didn't even quote anything that he did in the um god what record was it miss mural i didn't quote this verse i didn't even write these verses down but i just know in that verse if you listen to that verse he's talking about at the end of it he's talking about how he is tormented or like lost in the state of he's basically stuck in like this little state of for working he has to compromise and feel certain shit and but as a human he does not like the shit that rap and not even just rap but the music industry or artists have to go through in order to compose and or give themselves to other people it, it's a weird dichotomy that he like raps about but you see the same thing happening in these verses where he's talking about like you know paint in that verse talking about paint being supposed supposed to be used to create art but actually stripping away or being a mask or stripping away a, you know the artist's actual face or personality. Lupe does bars so incredibly that it's like if you don't pay attention to the bars you're going to miss things about this album. Like that's just hands down like you have to be like a like a, a he said one time you have to be like Lupe fans have to be Harvard graduates to damn near understand or want to, you know, fuck with what's going on. But and it's damn near it's to a degree. It's somewhat true because you have to like want to, you know, fuck with Lupe on that level. So on on the last track on phonem, he speaks about how he wishes that rap was more related to to lies instead of a reflection of what is actually happening, which is funny when you look at that at the term on phonem and how it's a gang term. Um, and then the spelling of the record, which is basically French for faux or false, or you know what I mean? Fake. Yep, yeah, yeah, fake. So, so faux. is French for faux. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, in this in this record, he says, "I've admired many many cities through the windows of hotels. From the windows of a plane, I've seen the windows of a cell. The plane sto- The plane started to fly. The rain started to fall." That's LaGuardia and Rikers at airport next to a jail. I took a picture. Looked, looked like my window started crying. Cause it was sad. Cause all they saw every day was somebody flying. And they were trapped. The shit is whack. But it was cracked under under my wall like a plaque. Keep your eyes on the prize and your thumbs on the apps. Facts. I wish that they were lying in their wraps. How does this transpire? To be so to be so damned by God that you want your friends to be goddamn liars all we talk about are our goddamn priors shiny metal boxes over got on on top of goddamn tires I'm goddamn tired if I say I didn't indulge my pants would be on goddamn fire this verse is one of my favorite verses on this record because it's not Lupe you know over Lupe can be a wordsmith, and he can just bring in so much, so much shit. Like on that last, <laughs> on that last verse, uh, or on that first verse. Excuse me. Um, from th- on the first verse that I was talking about, from um, Drew, Music and Zion, the title track. This one is more simplistic, but it, when you listen to him lay it, it's still lyrical, and you hear in his voice when he starts going over the, the, the or the repetitive words of "goddamn," "goddamn liars." Goddamn priors, goddamn tires. I'm goddamn tired. I'll be a god, um, goddamn fire. Like you can hear his expression, like shining through those bars, and it's so heavy because you want to. Like I feel like I felt what he was saying. Like as a as a fan of rap, but also as a black man and somebody that's like you know has friends and family that have been you know damaged by what the fuck the system has has to offer. You know, as a black man, you see so many friends and families and their entire goal in life is to, like, make it, it during doing this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, there was so much emotion in that. And I just love that verse because he broke down in a very simplistic manner, which only a real lyricist can do, how simple yet upsetting this shit can be. And I felt the entire verse. I love it. I just feel like Lupe is a... When it comes to bar crafting, he is, like... Sec, damn near second to none and we have some amazing people who have rapped we have nas jay-z you know all those all those guys but lupe just does it in a way that's just very simplistic but also heavy like it's not like it can it can go far left far right but you're gonna understand if you listen enough you know overall this album was nice it was a, it was classic lupe and he does what he does best here which is rap However, with all of the high level crafting happening here, there are many issues. The first and main thing here is the full songwriting. It's off, or at least off-putting. These records are feats in bar creation, but the choruses, the melodies, the repetition that is needed for any record, the key pieces of good music, is very mid here. No song outside of maybe Autobotto, And maybe the title track um, makes me, you know, want to sing along, which is needed. What we really run into is something we have seen before, which is the message of the record is better than the actual records to me. As also Lupe has never been good at writing a beat in a pocket. For the whole of the song. So as someone that is big on flow and cadence, I find him to fall on and off. And I've always felt like that, but but his bars just make me so interested that I can sometimes look past that at times. But this makes the replay value for me hit or miss. Like I won't say I won't say that I will or won't be playing it again, but I would not think about putting this on first. Okay? So before I go ahead and I give this album its rating, Russell, do you want to chime in? Do you want me to finish and then you are gonna chime in.
1: Go ahead and finish.
0: Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. So for me, this album has great heartfelt topics, and I love that. It reminds me a lot of like how I feel I... like we're gonna get to Russ
2: and he's gonna be like, Yeah, I didn't listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Don't. No, hold on. let not. I want. I want to give him the opportunity to go ahead and <laughs> tell that truth. Um. This album has great heartfelt topics, and I love that. It reminds me a lot of how I felt when listening to a written testimony by J. Electronica. Just not as touching for me personally. I love where he is going, but the records are just okay for me and could be catchier. We have seen him do this well with records like Bitch Bad. So we know he can, but he didn't get there with Drill Music and Zion. This is not the worst album, but it's something. Something here is missing for me, and for that, I give this a 7.5, which, ironically, is the same thing. After look, after talking and writing this about a written testament, I thought I was like, oh, I, I gave that 7.5 too, because they have moments that are heart touching, but the music needs to be slightly better. Either way, no matter how I feel about this, uh, this one album or Lupe, it is always a fiasco. When he wraps circles around other MCs, Russell, and I'm and I'm saying Russell <laughs> because Russell Russell is also a I, I'm pretty sure he's a very heavy Lupe fan like I am, so I want to hear.
2: You don't gotta talk about his weight, man. He's, he's doing better. <laughs> so, You're an idiot.
0: Definitely cup. lighter, forty pounds. <laughs> hey, boom, boom, boom. dude, six packs, six pack six packs, six cores, what I call them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, so let's just get into the prosody Because it kind of all ties in Oh shit,
2: so, make it happen uh, <laughs> I just felt dumb lately Because I had to listen to this album
1: <laughs> <laughs> So listen Did you know Wendy's in Japan's Bought first kitchen And they call it fucking Well now you do Wait Huh? What <laughs> all right.
2: Some, are you, was that from that one guy? Is that what yeah. the like <laughs> of I not so exactly like I figured.
1: <laughs> Found it out uh this morning actually. Um so just to get into this whole thing, uh Lupe did Lupe things on his uh CD. It's Lupe what Tings. I expected and sometimes what makes me not want to listen to him uh, ironically. Oh. Mm. Uh poetic thoughtful, insightful, lyrical sort of play, but also heavy-handed, almost depressing and exhausting. Uh, Don't get me wrong, Uh, as McCoy said, he's one of my favorite lyricists, and many of his songs stay in my rotation and go in plenty playlists that I have. But let me be honest, as a self-proclaimed poet and writer, um, I often be bored with and exhausted by the first the first track sermon a lot of these rappers choose mm-hmm. uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful, strong black woman. Remind us again of how shitty the world is, and even more so the people. <laughs> I, I really love you, dear, but Lord, you kill <laughs> uh, I just want to listen to some music, you know? I, I get conspiracyed and guilt-tripped enough on a regular Let basis. Let with this.
2: Sorry, right, and
1: depression. <laughs> <All right. laughs> when I listen to a CD, I honestly just want to hear good music, a clever line, or several, which Lupe usually d- delivers, but it's like... I always skip the first track. It's oh. like it's <laughs> to be that same old on the corner. She's Thirsty and stranded, Katrina.
0: Like every time I think about her, right. I think about that line, and I'm like, damn, that really set us up for some shit. I feel it. Okay, go yeah. ahead,
1: folks. Comment, Kida. I think they all did that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: yep, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, when was the last time either of you lost your livestock? Extended your garden another foot in preparation for a bigger harvest than you anticipated. Anybody check their underground warehouses, basements, or above-ground silos for the freshwater reserve? I hear a lot of well-to-do people telling us to do these things and nobody giving a shit and instead hitting niggas with the dumb-it-down phrases. Pour champagne on a bitch. The words are cool, nigga.
0: <laughs> Classic.
1: What's happening right now? <laughs> no,
2: let, 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 everyone, let them cook, let them cook, let
1: them cook. <laughs> everyone is waiting for a new project from Wayne from Drake, except Cody, uh, from k <laughs> from Jermaine, from Lupe, from Megan, from Cardi, et cetera. And although the, me- the messages vary, the support shows exactly what people are thinking. They find K, Wayne, and Jermaine attractive, so sales rise. Um, Drake and his disco-driven rap brings in crossover patrons. I'm not saying the others don't. Uh, Moon Man is a feel-good jukebox, but many don't step aside the music and choose their own repair rather than drugging themselves with the infectious hum. Mm. Mm. He's helped a lot of people, quote-unquote. I'm glad. That's what it's supposed to do. Music is supposed to inspire. Music is supposed to uplift. Music is supposed to make you think. But the sales and TV spots seem to stay different to what we think we're inclined towards. Mm. Do either of you honestly think Think that positive rap has the influence and impact that it should? Like, I really would like to know. And um, if so, give me your reasons.
0: Oh man. <laughs> um, I, I would say it it doesn't. I, I, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I say that because no, it's,
1: it's a conflict, conflicted and uh, complicated answer, right?
0: Yes, because as a as a as a rap fan, huge rap fan. Mm-hmm. There are things that I learned from rap that I did not know anything about. Like, let me tell you something. Nas is I can. When he said, mm-hmm. we were kings and queens, never porch monkeys. There were empires in Africa called Kush, Timbuktu, where every race came to get books. And we taught Greeks and Romans, all that shit. Like, I had no idea about any of that mm-hmm. until he said it. Mm-hmm. Until he said it. And when he said it, I was like, wait a minute, huh? We were t- well, We were what? Like it totally shifted things for me and like how I look at things. And like, so you
2: can learn, like positive rap is important, bro. <laughs> right. It's like so Yeah, necessary. I forget. I don't know if this was on the group chat or if I watched this on my own, but someone, I forget who, they said that they learned most of what they learned, like to be an adult or live on the streets and stuff like that. Oh, it was a uh, Jesus from Jesus and Meryl. Um, He said that he uh, learned everything like that from Reasonable Doubt. Wow. I think it was um more than he learned from his dad. Yep, yep. No, I totally, totally. You, you, you,
0: you learn shit about yours. Like, po- like we like to discredit it, but positive rap, even if it's not like preaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Lupe's first album, there were things on his first album like that were positive. You know, you you expect. You know, it's it's '06, so I'm expecting like you know, Crunk time. You know, GZ, that type that type. You turn on Lupe. And all of a sudden you're getting these different like images Ew. that's like, like even the cover of the album where the nigga got floating around like video games and shit. Like it's like damn near niggas was like feeling like I like video games. So I'm damn near feeling like if I'm playing video games, I'm a, like a dweeb ass nigga. And you got this nigga like it's just positive rap is necessary though. It, but it's like, mm-hmm. it, but it's like it's touching just fractions of people because it's not catchy enough or it's not like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like the reason I love I Can is because I know I can not I know be what I wanna be ha huh, huh. Like it was so bouncy and so infectious to this day I sing that song. Right. And so you look for that and it's like positive rap is so necessary and it can be done right. well and Lupe's done it well. These right. bi- bitch, ba- t- let me tell you something. Bitch Bab is one of my favorite favorite rap records because it's so and I told I used to tell shout out T S the Asian. I used to tell him this, I'm like, bro, this is insanely this and that and uh swimming pools by Kendrick. Two of the best positive rap songs that come off as club bangers and come off as radio friendly. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Lupe Lupe is telling you bitches that he literally sent it in the in the course. But that's record bangs. And then Right.
1: But he gives the triple entrances on what a bad bitch is or what yep. bitch bad means. Yeah. Um Now, now my question was not is positive rap necessary it is, does it have the influence and impact that it should? So you're right. kind of going away from the question okay. um, in order to define that it is necessary. But I think yep. you gave the proper response or a response to it where it doesn't have the impact and influence that it should. It's necessary, um, and it does have some impact, but it doesn't have the impact it should. I had a um, conversation with my barber um, a couple months ago Um, and we were talking about different rap songs and how it leads us to delve into the real history, quote unquote, or to, to build our banks of knowledge because, um, a lot of school doesn't teach us those things that we don't necessarily learn that from our parents or those from around us. Uh, so as you, as you said, it's necessary, um, it, it wasn't until last ones?
2: year that I found out that I didn't want to be here mopping up Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Uh, it was through rap, and I can't remember the ag- exact rap song that I learned about the Moors and how they taught early Europeans how to bathe and sanitize and whatnot. Um, and that's not something that they really teach you in schools. It's something that you kind of have to go searching for on your own. Um do I think positive rap has the influence that it should? Not really. Um, of course, we have your twos and fues, as the old heads say, um, and there are, of course, exceptions to the rule as to those being inspired to do better and to be better, but there's an overwhelming amount of support and preference over music that degrades, music that encourages violence or freedom from responsi- uh, fr- responsibility and common sense, apparently. Um, that that uh, uh, Fuck Nigga Free song comes to mind immediately. Um, <laughs> I'm you have to know me by now that I love good, intelligent lyrics. So Lupe, Fante, most Cole, K-Dot, and others are in my usual rotation, but even I don't want to be preached to all the time. You know, I also dig Schoolboy Q and some ratchet shit here and there, yeah. uh, Big Crit and whatnot, uh, mainly for the bounce, but also for the entertainment. Uh, entertainment.
2: Russell's good kid, Med City. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Am I saying either side is wrong or whatever? No, I feel like there's a place for each genre, each type, each message for the most part. Because um, it's, it's very hard to uh, justify and explain Kim without being a fan of Eminem. Um, and knowing that that song is hilarious, um, even though it's psychotic.
0: Super psychotic. Uh, but
1: the balance always seems skewed in a single direction. So this album made me go on a nostalgic journey, first through Lupe's discography, Mm. then through a few others to try and see (laughs) Turning Point lay for the change in message and direction. Lupe has been on a warning tip for quite some time, but how do we get from kicking and pushing or him getting the girl, or even a nice stay in Paris and making love in Tokyo to fear of Lamborghini angels and kiosk blues? Mm. How do we get from woo I got you all in check to extinction level event? Um, just as Kanye has had as many faces and coordinated masks and boots to match, hip hop continues to go round its circles and cycles, reverting, advancing, etc. <sighs>
2: This, this seems like the most prepared and well-written you've ever been. And I was going to say, he going crazy. He intermission been, congrats, dude.
0: So listen, we're going to be yeah. next, Uh, next episode. Just say you're
2: done so I can say encore.
0: <laughs> Russell's going to be taking over the music section section full-time where he's going to be talking about...
1: No, 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 that's your bag, man. I'm only giving you a bit of prosody here.
2: It's your bag, but there's a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so once again how do we get from that that initial message to shit the world is on fire
2: well I mean it's been a lot of time since mm-hmm. what 15-ish years or so mm-hmm. so it's like obviously things are going to change you know Right. and mentality
1: Right.
2: you so, start out as a kid thinking life is great and I'm going to have fun and this and that I'm happy and then to like oh this is what life is let me Yeah, get real.
1: Right. So it's a reflection of the experiences of each artist or the maturation they go through. Is it also the privilege of seeing the world unobstructed by class, poverty, and all these other factors, the control of their distractions that we don't have access to? And that does rap continue to be a reflection of life, or does life force the image we see until we have no choice but to speak on these things? Can I just listen and vibe in peace without feeling a need to have to do something?
2: Mm. Damn. You know, that's, an, that's, that's a good comparison to another album and how we're talking about lyricists, but also like, whoa, like the mood's brought down to like real life mm-hmm. shit. Um, contr- uh, what's it called? Control, control system? Absol- hold on, mm-hmm. just hold on, because hold on, the, the cable
0: went crazy, but we want to hear this. Speak again?
2: a good comparison to another uh, lyricist in like a real life message uh, c- control system by Absol. Okay,
0: okay. That that was, th- that album for me, man, I, I gotta tell you, everybody knows I love Absol Ab- 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 is my favorite rapper for those of you who have not mm-hmm. picked up on that from the last two years, three years and a half, <laughs> three years re- been podcasting, whatever the case. Um, and he, the control system is, that is exactly what I want from rap. Every time. Which is, there is, ba- even the bounty. Is that thing.
2: something you can ride around to, though? Yes.
0: Yes. Have you, you know, really? I've been, I've ridden around to control system sober, fucked up, and just, because there's, because the tracks on there are. in my cracks. Right. 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 <laughs> literally in my socks like you will never understand um but i've literally like that album has from bounce like even the songs that are talking about something is bouncing like even the songs that are heavy are well written songs The, the choruses are catchy he got singers on there like he's singing on there himself he's just everything even like talking about like being like poverty and like trying to, like, you know, fix a relationship, like, in empathy, like, it's just so, all of that shit is crazy, dude, crazy, like, the beat, pro- the production on it, that is what you want when you, when I think of, like, good rap, that's what I want, because I was sitting, I could sit to that and listen to think, and I could sit to that and, like, zone out, and not think, and still be like, this fucking song is cold, so, yes, when you, and, but also, also, um, one of his favorite rappers is Lupe, he said that, they've done records it was- together, Absol, Absol, yep, yep. He said that numerous times. He said one time, Lupe says something. They've at- done
2: records together that so that you may know, such as Corinthians three <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> uh, what is the record? They got they got a record on um loop
0: on Tattoo and Youth, and they also got a record on um Absol's These Days album. So These Days was summer of twenty fourteen, <laughs> and then Tattoo and Youth was January twenty fifteen. So I assume they just went in and did all this shit together at the same time. Um, but anywho. Yeah, he he speaks on how how important Lupe is to his career, and he said Lupe says something about the control verse. And when he even being on uh, Kendrick's team, he said when Lupe speaks, when Lupe speaks, we listen, we shut up and we listen. Like that's heavy, you know. Like if you really think about that, that's heavy. That's heavy, a mm-hmm. heavy thing for him mm-hmm. to say. So um, yes, Control System is one of those albums where it's like that's the perfect meld of hip hop. Like you get the positive shit. You get the emotional shit, you get the bangers, you get the lyrical shit, and and when I say lyrical shit, I also mean talking shit. Like like there's something about braggadocio, like like rap, where you it's just necessary. I want to hear a nigga talk shit. Like I want to feel like you know what I'm saying when he talking to shit. I'm like yeah, that's how I feel. Like I'm that nigga. Like and Absol does that so well, where he puts all those different things together on Control System. So I just yes, it's one of those albums where you talking about this type of thing. It's like it did and
2: people loved control system. So it's like I'll have to listen again. I I remember it's been a while, I remember liking it. Um but the only cognitive thing that comes to mind right now is fuck the government. Motherfuck the government and I'm like, Yeah, this is why McCoy likes it. (laughs) One of the many reasons, but yeah, no, he talks even even like um
0: on um um he has a song called Double Standard where he's talking about men and women and how not only men treat women or women treat men but like how we are all he basically talks about his his uncle telling him not to trust hoes and his aunt telling him that he should love women and like this dichotomy of like this battle that they have that you have as a kid and i and i remember being told by my uncles like you know basically to paraphrase bitches ain't shit even my even my dad had drunk (laughs) drunk moments like no no, not to put my pops out there but hey you know just hearing that constantly from older cousins and older uncles and then having aunts and 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 shit and telling me you know how i should be to females but then also hearing those aunts tell my sisters and female cousins and shit to play niggas you know what I'm saying? And then having my uncles go to my female cousins and shit like that and telling them, don't accept no, you only accept niggas gonna treat you well. So you got these two
2: and Then I seen the scene, bitch, that was in the Warren G video.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you got this whole system where if you're a, an adult male and you're talking to a, a child male, it's fuck bitches. But you're talking to the to the female. And it's niggas better not treat you wrong, but you just taught him to treat, you know what I'm saying, somebody else's daughter wrong. And you got the
2: yeah. the aunts. Treating, teaching people to go against each other.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And you got the aunts who are telling you, uh, a man, you better treat him well or, or treat these girls well and hearing them go to the female and be like, girl, if he ain't, if he ain't doing this, yeah, he ain't got this, yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's. Counterproductive, if anything, and that's and that's the current.
2: As I as, as I just said in the group chat today, that my girl's gonna be a lesbian because no good guy is good enough for her. <laughs> right. <laughs> right,
0: Cody's a interesting young man, <laughs> but no, it's like yes, <laughs> but it's like it's like, dude, like how do we get Pat? But 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 even even in saying all that, it's like the idea of rap that's good or positive, it like has to live on that on that fence of. It's telling you something, but that song is still good as a bitch. The song is still... Because I'm even thinking this double standard is... Tired of living, living... It's a good record. That shit is going to sink in when the record is good. When the record has repetitiveness. When the record is... You know what I'm saying? The chorus is per- the perfect. The beat is... You're going to take it in. And that's why I feel like where we run into this hole where... Positive rap doesn't affect shit the way it should. Because it's not... It's not just positive rap. But it's like... Mm-hmm. Shitty rap, (laughs) like not shitty, not even shitty rap. It's not the word I want to use, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not.
1: It's it's shitty hip hop. It's good rap, but it's shitty hip hop.
0: Yes, man. Yes, they're rapping well, but like the bounce is right
1: like the beat selection isn't good. Yes, Um, man. The the chorus doesn't repeat, which is what makes it catchy, which what makes you memorize it because Mm -hmm. the chorus repeats over even the most shitty songs the chorus repeats and you find yourself singing and you're like fuck how did this get in my head I, but F- it's because R- it's R- catchy
0: right yep <laughs> yes bro like like you need that we all need that
1: shit. but the thing is and this is where we kind of differ in opinions on a lot of things is that i don't want hip-hop though i want rap you know what I mean? yep,
0: yep, yep.
1: um uh, the chorus doesn't have to repeat for it to be good to me um as long as it's cohesive to the rap. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: um, yeah. so the first verse can be about this, and then the chorus leads into the next verse, which is about something different, and that has its own chorus that leads into something. That's intelligent rap to me. I dig that. Um repetitive shit is cool because it's catchy. Um, but I don't wanna always want that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the things I like about uh Schoolboy Q and I almost call the school words because that's just habit. Right. Um, right. The thing that I like about Dog is that he just be so out of the box, outside the box, with a lot of his beat selection. Because um, you can't tell me when uh, Collard Greens come on, you don't just immediately start bouncing and shit like, yeah. oh, this shit's going to hit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's a catchy, <laughs> catchy hook. And the shit he's talking about just makes me laugh because the, the way he delivers it is hilarious. Yep. Um, would I call that positive rap? No. But I would call it positively hip-hop because that's what you expect from – or that's what you want from hip-hop for the most part.
0: Which, right? is, which is funny because a lot of people would say that hip-hop and rap – like, rap is the radio bouncy shit and then hip-hop is the – you know what I'm saying? But I see what I see what Russell is saying because we're talking about the idea of rap, which I don't separate – I think like mm-hmm. the art. The when you're doing hip hop, what you're doing is rapping. So if you are mm-hmm. a hip hop, I don't. I hate when they say this is rapping, this is hip hop because guess what? Rapping is the verb for hip hop. Boom, got it. Ooh, mm-hmm. boop, 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 boop. But it's like we like we tend to separate them. But you can just say Ooh. that someone is rapping well. But just bad, at, you know the overall thing. So I get exactly what Russell. I'm just saying that to clarify because people will probably be like, "Wait, well, mm. he's saying hip hop and he means rap, or he's saying rap." It's and different, he
1: means... right? Right, right. So. And we're just putting these these as adjectives to describe a certain feel. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: With that being said, I'll wrap this shit up. Um, hmm. the the main point was this was. Can I just listen and vibe in peace without having to feel like I need to do something? Like I need to change my life. There's just certain things that this rapper has said that has caused me to do a self reflection and be like, oh shit, I'm doing all this shit wrong. I gotta fix all this shit. My life is shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it it, it, it gives you that sense of fuck. Now I have to do something.
2: I love that sense of fuck.
1: Mm. And <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, let me uh go ahead and watch Mojo this shit like McCoy does. Uh, <laughs> Whether it's the first or the 15th time I've had these thoughts Ah. about music in general, Ah. I still find myself putting on (laughs) something to clear the thoughts away and just to vibe. So, maybe music hasn't strayed away from its purpose, and it's just a matter of finding the right vibe for the right moment. This has been my Prosody Talk. McCoy.
0: Well, goddamn. That shit. That was the best Russell Prosody ever. I like that shit. Okay,
1: cool, 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 (laughs) cool.
2: is high
1: to the Most High, All Allah. Damn.
2: So, oh, and I give this album. A, a eight. Okay. Nine.
1: Okay. Cool. 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 Cool.
2: Cool. Cody, what did you? mean? I'm complain just to give
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lupe gonna do what Lupe do. Right. Exactly. You exactly.
2: made me think. I wanted to jam. I'm depressed now. Eight.
0: <laughs>
1: it ain't a ten. Let me. Let me. We know that.
0: Uh, let me ask you this, um, Russell, as a Lupe fan, what's your favorite Lupe album?
1: Album, um, uh, if you say lasers, uh, we're
0: not friends no more. I'm telling you right now, if you say, lasers, <laughs> I will drive I to I
1: like more. lasers. So oh, I know you hate lasers, <laughs> but that's not my fa- I don't think that's my favorite. Um, uh, let me see. I gotta think for a minute. Um, uh, I think it's probably between um. It's probably between food and liquor and the
0: cool. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I the cool is definitely y'all know y'all heard this before. Top five albums for me, period. Cool, but but also really yes, I say this though. Um, Tattoo and youth does not get enough. That's actually my mm-hmm. favorite, probably yeah. my second favorite Lupe album. Wait, I'm getting confused. I thought you didn't like that. and TS did. Is T.S., that the T.S., no, T.S., TS doesn't like it. I love it, but oh, I okay. keep trying to convince TS that he does like. It. He just doesn't know what's going on.
2: Um, it's not that hard man it's
1: really actually easy you just gotta listen to it (laughs) right there's so many um between food and liquor and the cool there's so many songs that are like i love all these songs these songs are okay and it's like the equal amount for both that's why i can't choose between the two yeah um i mean i liked um I like Food and Liquor too. Also, um, I think uh-huh. I listened to that one straight too. But definitely, um, Food and Liquor or the Cool is, is is my favorite.
0: That's fair. That's fair for sure. Uh, shout out to Food and Liquor too, because that don't get enough play, man. Food and Liquor mm-hmm. too has some bangers on there. I seen mm-hmm. Lamborghini mm-hmm.
1: Angel, mm-hmm.
2: Diamond Fluted, mm-hmm. that was my shit. He had some battle
1: good... scars, noses, yep. Cold yep. war. He had it's bad. Yeah. It's, he had some. Yeah, he had some really really really.
2: On the You definitely got to keep your food and liquor cool. (laughs) (laughs) He got some...
0: I think food and liquor... (laughs) Loki got some of my favorite Lupe bangers. Mm -hmm. Or food... Excuse me. Food food and liquor, too. Has some of my favorite Lupe bangers. So... Mm
1: -hmm. um, I'm going to go with that, but... What's your favorite Lupe song?
0: Ooh, my favorite Lupe song. That's... Ooh, that's great. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, man.
1: even there i can't even choose one that's
0: that's I, I, that's too hard to say a favorite lupe I, song. that's too because listen listen he got oh man he got some shit off the mixtape circuit first of all yeah i would say okay i'm gonna say one of my top songs and people are gonna be like what a lot of lyrical shit what you want is one of my favorite lupe songs of all time because it just i don't know man listen first of all just this the shit that was supposed to be on lasers man um, from that to Army Girl, that's my Army. We could, I could do a whole just Lupe mixtape just off the the shit that got cut off. Lasers, man, that was spoke that we were destined to have and get. Yeah, that's right. That'd be mad, we gonna...
1: But be mad.
0: Shit, um, She's laughing. Um, but this is it's crazy. Like, man, that's I think. Uh, what you want? I'm gonna listen to that shit. We get to my, that's my shit, though. What you want is, is one of my favorite, and then I think, um oh uh what is it off of, um off of food and liquor one um
2: food and liquor lost
0: american american terror terrorist that
1: i love that's, right <laughs>
0: Dude, what he what he said at the end? They get the white man, ooh, black man, look at, uh, ooh, yellow man, yellow man, ooh, let That was that was my shit. That was another. That was another one of those songs where when he said it, it was like I knew the shit. but it Was like when he said it, it was like how I listened to. I know I I can by Nas. When he said that shot, I'm like, uh-huh. damn, this is so powerful. Like I started thinking more about, mind you, because three years before I just heard uh like or two or three or three to four years before, Nas came out with mm-hmm. I Can, and I was just kind of getting into the enlightening stage, and so I was a junior, going no, I was a senior, early senior year of high school, and he dropped that, and I had already been kind of enlightened by the Nas shit, so when he said that little catchy phrase, again, that's why it's one of my favorite songs, because it's catchiness, Now bring it back, bring it mm. back, like that whole last part was catchy, it was like slick, bro. <laughs> so I fuck with that, and then, uh, what's the other one, it's another one off of Hurt Me So oh man you that is me, so, yeah. oh god that was one of yeah so yeah i got a lot of favorite Lupe song but i would say some of my favorite might come off food and liquor one but the bangers the best bangers come from food and liquor Two. so damn wow you
1: think? and so for me i i, would, I guess i give top three um and he gets a girl has always been one yep. of my favorites yeah
0: i love it i love yeah. it too
1: um Go watch has always been one of my favorites. This shit is just so smooth to me. I just love listening to it. My go watch. And it's just like it, it personifies me. Like seriously. Yes, yes, bro. Yeah.
0: If you, if you, if you were, listen, if, if you a fly motherfucker and you fuck video games, you fuck a fly shit, that song is your song. Bro, I got a story about that, but go ahead and give me your give me your last one. Your last one real quick before I go to that.
1: My last one. Um, let's see off the top of my head. I'm um, glad I could participate.
2: Love you guys. <laughs> We're equals. We're equals on the shit.
1: We're
2: gonna act you next, Cody. No, it's okay. I'll it. I'll see you next week, all right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um shit. Uh I'm gonna go with uh I g I gotta go I guess I gotta go with Lamborghini Ang- Angels. Okay, uh okay. those three on top, yeah. My favorites. Ah,
0: dude, okay. I can't remember. Okay, so I have a song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a song. Okay. If you if you guys remember me being a rapper, on my SoundCloud, there's a song called It's the, where I, where I flow to the rigor mortis beat by Kendrick.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That song started because I wanted to do a go watch type of song. So if you listen to that song, you hear mm-hmm. me talking about It's the, and, I, and I'm talking about myself, and I'm talking about the shit that mm-hmm. I like. Mm. you know what i'm saying like if you listen to go if y'all have time today go to that song it's called it's, it's on my soundcloud but i wrote it to the beat originally to go watch but i couldn't find it and i was so pissed because i'm like i want to put this go watch verse. <laughs> and then lupe came, or and then um i had just started listening to tde because of Absol, because i I had heard TD, all the tde before Absol. that's a whole, whole nother story I, I, I could talk about that for five minutes um but when I heard Ab, it made me go back to everybody else shit. And then I heard went back and I heard Rigor Mortis, and I was like, mm. now it's the Carpenter, Architect, Harbinger, and for you, and I was like, wait a minute, this shit fits, <laughs> this shit, yeah, yeah. I was like, this shit fits so much better. <laughs> I was like, this shit fits so much better on this one. And I was like, okay, I can't find, go watch. But I'm finna get these niggas this shit real quick. And that's one of my f- personal favorite songs that I've done, all off writing off of go watch. Cause I was like, I got to be, I got to make this Lupe style song on myself. So.
2: Man, that's crazy. one of my favorite ones that you did. Really, you even know, you know the song? Isn't that isn't on there? No, no, it's just, it's just the mortis one. Yeah. No, you guys did a Jay Z one. Yeah,
0: that, we did Jay Z. Yeah, Jay-Z. that's that's uh that's uh Rock Boy. We did Rock Boy. It's called King Me. Yeah, <laughs> shout out
2: to that one, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, <man. laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one of my favorite songs. But that's I hear actually know. heard that Rigamortis, that one
2: your uh, song before I heard the actual <laughs> Section Eighty <of> mortis. <laughs>
0: That's right, because it's mine, bitch. No, <laughs> <laughs> something, something. Asher Ross. No, don't even start. Or don't Sam even. Adams. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Sam. Whoever Sam Adams is, fuck you. First of all, because I hate, I Here's hated a college founding first. stepfather. I hated actually. college first. <laughs> beer drinking ass nigga.
1: He's a beer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but no, take this lager and shove it. <laughs> um, but I guess now, Cody. Before we, before I move on to fucked up story of the week. Do you have any Lupe f- favorite songs? Because we have never talked about it, but you might I actually don't have. See
2: Lupe. why it matters. I don't, it, don't need your pity party.
0: No, I didn't. <laughs> All right. I thought you didn't fuck with Lupe like that. <laughs> I so. got a fun fact, and I have a nice day for you. Okay. But, <laughs> and this shit would have fucked you and have a nice. Got That's
1: it. A nice day.
0: Okay. Well, then in that case, we're gonna go to fucked up story of the week. Fucked up story of the week is not very. I mean, this is normal. It's life. It's not very fucked up, but this year. And yesterday, starting yesterday, we lost Tony Tony A day or two before, we lost James James Kahn, Uh Earlier this year, uh, like a week before that, so in the last like week and a half, we lost. Are Tony you just Sirico. reading
2: obituaries every week now?
0: Nope. Tony Sorico. Oh, okay. James Khan Before that, March thirty first, we lost Paul Herman. And earlier this year, we before lost. that, we lost our car keys. We lost, yeah, probably did twice. And then we lost Ray Liotta this year. So I say all that to tell you this: not really a fucked up story of the week, but just as a person who is a big um, gangster movie lover. For those of you who didn't know, those are all four... like Ray Liotta played fucking um, Henry and fucking Goodfellas. Come on, Paul Harmon. Mm-hmm. Paul Harmon has been a um, consistent. Um, consistent uh guy in gangster movies from goodfellas to casino um james Conn played Man. right exactly mm-hmm. yep yep james khan um played what was his name Sonny in um godfather mm-hmm. um and then tony Sorico played i can't remember the character's name but listen to me when i tell you this guys he played in a plenty of gangster movies but soprano he was the guy with the with the gray hair Gatti. with the soprano
1: he was who he was a guy in goodfellas too
0: yep he was, oh okay okay yes yeah, see yep he was him and Goodfellas, he was the uh guy with the the gray on the side of his <laughs> I was I, was, I, I remember you I always like had like dyed gray on the sides and shit.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um we lost all those guys. And I mean those guys are old. They're like in their seventies, eighties. Uh I think Reliola really was a little bit younger though, but um not fucked up to, not too fucked up. There's other shit going on in the world that's more fucked up. But I just wanted to take a moment to say R I P to those greats because they if you <laughs> were a, you know gangster movie, you know, fan, and you were born in the 80s or 90s, even the 70s, because Godfather was what? Late 70s, early 80s. Um, You know, those are some guys that helped to shape your upbringing, honestly. I mean, I've, I mean, I've seen Tony Tirico in so much shit. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta played the vo- For those of you who don't know, he was the main character's voice in uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City. Boom.
2: Really? So,
0: yeah, and they paid him like shit. I mean, when he... Ray other not paid him like shit, I won't say that. Shout out Rockstar, because I want y'all to get Grand Theft Auto 6 out here. But listen, they paid him penny, not penny, not even shit. They just didn't pay him a lot, because Grand Theft Auto was big, but it wasn't it was big, it is now. but it wasn't what it is now. So, when mm-hmm. Vice City came out, they were kind of, they were just hitting that stride like, okay, okay. So, they were just p- paying voice actors. He, he played the part, and Vice City blew up sold millions of, you know, copies, and he was like, yo, wait a minute, I should be getting more money residuals off this, and they were like, nah, you know, nope. because what you signed was for, like, hundred thousand, hundred dollars, whatever, whatever they paid him, which was, like, you know, less than half a million dollars, and you know what Vice City became, what the character, what his character became, and shit, and his three so, shout out Ray Liotta, and Paul Herman, James Count, and, uh, Tony Sirico, R.I.P., and now, uh, fun fact, Cody has for you, I just wanted to say that T.S. is a daddy.
1: <laughs>
0: Shout out T.S. And fatherhood, for sure. <laughs> Another fun fact. Texas is the only state that permits residents to cast absentee ballots from space.
1: Wait, I already gave you a fun fact.
2: <laughs> Which what yeah. Wait, you did? Yeah, yeah it was a... Um, there's kitchens in Japan called whores or something like that. <laughs> <or cops. laughs>
0: More kitchens and
2: this no <laughs> <laughs> kind of close
0: enough no 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 yeah. hey man and this has been episode 113 of not politically correct uh i'm your boy Rim mccoy aka mr what they do aka in splash god and you know where i be at you can find me on twitter at ron mccoy kpz cody i
2: am I'm cody
1: Press. <laughs> And this has been episode one thirteen. <laughs> no, yeah. we don't
2: want to end yet.
1: <laughs> and on that note, gang, <laughs> no. <laughs> gang.